Hey Viking fans, it is 1.44 in the morning when I'm filming this. I couldn't sleep. I had to talk about one player that has been on my mind that I think is going to make the biggest jump of anybody from year two to year three for the Vikings. I'm, I'm going to talk about who that is next. Welcome to Skull World, brought to you by MinnesotaSports.com. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook, Skull World. Make sure you hit subscribe, like, and comment. Let me repeat. Subscribe, like, and comment. That will enter you in my contest. I want to I wanna give free stuff away, and that's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it away on, on uh, game day against the Packers. The rules are in the description below. Go check it out. Subscribe, like, and comment. All right, now let's get started. There is one player that, to me, is jumping out, and I was asked to do a video on this uh, by my buddy James Chalos. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Chalos, um, good kid. He's uh, he's He's got a future, I think. And uh, this video is for you, man. All right, James. I got uh, K.J. Osborne, man, has been standing out. He's, and the, I think the biggest jump, he made a big jump from year one to year two. But year two to year three, I think he's going to make an even bigger jump. And uh, a lot of things are going good for him, for him in preseason. But I want to revisit what we thought about him or what people thought about him entering the league. Now, K.J. Osborne was he surprised everybody. He historically, he, I, I heard a quote from him about he people thought he was slow, and now they talk about his speed, and him and his dad laugh about it. He ran a 4-4-8-40, and his offensive coordinator, Wes Phillips, says he runs a, he's a 4-3 guy. Well, he ran a 4-4-8 at the combine. Bench press 18, vertical jump 37.5, 123 inches on the broad jump. That's 10 and a, 10 and a fourth. Um, three cone drill, seven flat, 20 yard shuttle, four, three, five. All these are really good numbers, really good numbers for any football player. Now, from my understanding, his uh, arm length is under 32 inches and his hand size is like nine and a quarter. So, not elite numbers there, but. That's not, he's not the, I'm going to moss you type player where he's going to, you know, win all those 50-50 balls, although he's not horribly bad on it. But let's go look at his player bio. Who Who is K.J. Osborne? Once Buffalo quarterback Tyree Jackson and receiver Anthony Johnson left for the NFL after 2008 season, the transfer floodgates open. Osborne was one of several former Bulls players that found new homes for 2019, picking Miami. He started all 13 games as a senior, leading the team in receiving 50 catches for 547 yards, 10.9 average, 5 TDs. That contributing as a returner, 16 for 255 yards, 15.9 for punts, 10 for 201 yards, 20 for kickoffs. He graduated from Florida's IMG Academy. If you don't know, I'm in Florida. The IMG Academy is the elite um, football academy or football team in this state. 
and uh, one of the elite in the country. So, and they were really good again this year. Uh, so IMG came after spending three years at Lincoln High School in Ypsilanti, Michigan, where he starred in football and excelled in sprint events for the track team as a junior. As a redshirt freshman, Osborne started two of 12 games played by the Bulls, eight for 105, 13-1, average one TD. He was a bigger part of the offense as a sophomore season, starting seven of 12 games, 35 for 493 yards, 14.1 average, four TDs, while also handling kick kickoffs 16 for 310, 19.4, and punt 8 for 82, 10.3 return duties. He and Johnson made dynamic receiver due in 2018, garnering second-team All-Mac honors and 53 catches, 892 yards, 16.8 per, and seven scores while continuing to contribute as a returner, seven for 135, 19.3 kickoffs, 25, uh, 257 for 10.3 punts. So, honestly, all these numbers really tell me he was a pretty average returner, if that. Um, and he's a pretty average receiver. I would have to go look at who their quarterbacks were at that time. But uh, and Tyree Jackson, I guess, was a decent one for Buffalo. But uh, an overview of him and coming into the draft, Osborne played mostly from the slot at Buffalo and mostly outside at Miami. So he has experience at both, and he played in the outside of Miami. But as I continue, it'll paint a little brighter picture. But Buffalo likely had it right. His size, quickness, and speed failed to stand out, and he's not fully equipped to get away from the tight man on, on the pro level. From the slot, his instincts in space and overall toughness could serve him well, but all still... Um, garden variety at best. However, Osborne has been a consistently productive punt returner for three seasons and is available to cover kicks and punts if asked. The special team's work gives him a shot to be functional as a backup receiver. And now we know the history of his first year. He, we didn't see that. He didn't see the time of day at receiving and he, as a return man, he failed miserably. Uh, I'm going to read some tweets off a little bit later that shows what the Vikings are trying to do with him um, in that sense. But let's go on. I am reacting to these strengths and weaknesses first time. First time looking at these. I didn't I didn't even look at the draft um, analysis on KG Osborne. Don't even remember any of this. First time looking at it. And I like to do it that way. Uh, strengths. Shows up to work and does his job. Oh my God, how much is this true? This is, He's becoming a fan favorite and a coaching favorite because of his worth, work ethic. This guy, much like Dalvin Cook, seems to just love football and wants to be a better football player, and that's great. Um, obviously, he must have made corrections to, to jump from year one to year two, a monster leap forward, and he has still more to come. Uh, good recognition and communication as a hot receiver. That's good to know. I'm glad to hear that. And apparently it shows. Uh, alters and just routes when reading zone. I agree with that. Finds and settles in the underbelly of short zone. Also very good. Works into safeties without showing fear of collision. Oh, my God, did that show up in practice the other day when he burns Bynum off the line 
runs past the other another safety. Bynum apparently was playing nickel at the time, and sixty yard touchdown. And I'll that'll show up in the tweets later. Fearless return man on both punts and kickoffs. I do not yet know that to be true, but that apparently was one of his strengths. Career average of over 12 yards per punt return, including 15.9 in 2019, has coverage production in first two seasons at Buffalo. So I may be exaggerated on how average that was, but um, that would be great if he could do that in the NFL. But he, you know, he hasn't yet. Uh and the great that he played special teams at, at Buffalo. Uh, weaknesses, I don't I don't want him being a gunner, but if he's going to be on special teams and the coaches agree with that, great. If he's a good one, put the best guy out there. Uh, but I think he's capable, or he's probably going to be playing so much on offense, I don't want him tired, especially if he's returning kicks. Weaknesses, doesn't play with suddenness and feet to slip by the press. That's why I guess they think he's better inside. And listening to uh, Wes Phillips, it really sounds like that's where they want to keep him, and that's where the advantage is. And he was actually, and I don't, I didn't have one of those these tweets, but he says um, blocking's not that hard. Wes Phillips thinks he's a good blocker. That that we're gonna be running out of three receiver sets a lot, and one of the reasons is because um, KJ Osborne playing the slot can block. So that's great to hear. Lacks top speed and vertical push to threaten. I didn't see that in practice the other day. Uh, I'm saying he was burning guys, but in pretty good players, mind you. One speed route runner, I, and I think it's fast. That speed's fast. I don't see that being a negative. Doesn't use routes to set up defenders well enough. I think uh, he must have improved in that because you know, of the success he had last year. Below average separation and burst. Again, showing a lot of burst and separation in practice, man. He is. He is. And that's awesome. He's just nothing but raving about him. Below average. Um, start stop routes get bogged down by delayed restart. Don't know. Yeah, I don't see enough of that to agree with that being a weakness. Consistency of hands and catch radius is very average. I can agree with that. I felt like when he had to step to the outside of receiver for Thielen being down, he did not he did not show his ability there. So maybe slot is the best place for him. And I'm starting to agree, I'm agreeing with that. I'm agreeing with Wes Phillips. Slot's the best place for him. Now let me go through some of the tweets, and then I'll give a final analysis of how I feel about K.J. Osborne. Biggest leap going into year three. Uh, Rick Sosa, uh, after Brandon Dillon fumble, Kirk Cousins says enough and connects with Thielen for a TD. And then K.J. Osborne for an acrobatic catch and another TD. We're talking about acrobatic catches. We're talking about blazing speed, running by his, you know, the nickel corner and the safety. He got on him so fast. I mean, you can go look those videos up. Multiple veteran players on the Vikings team is talking to KJ, talking up KJ Osborne. Adam Thielen and Pat P said we can have three receivers with a thousand yards this season. That that would bode well, for sure. But the data, the uh, analytics, when you, or I guess I'm, I should say the math. 
if Kirk Cousins does the 4,900 yards or whatever it was that equals his best year that he did at Washington, there is enough offense to garner three 1,000-yard receivers. Is it going to happen? Highly unlikely. Thielen got hurt last year. K.J. Osborne only didn't break 700 yards. But that amount of yards would be able to garner that many. And especially if uh, we're not going to start with our number one tight end in the in the season, that we're going to lean on the receivers even even a little bit more. Do I think we're going to three 1,000-yard seasons? I would love it. Will it happen? Most likely not. But I can see all three guys. Well, I can see Justin Jefferson setting an NFL record and the other guys both getting over 800. I I can see that happening. But I, I can see K.J. Osborne getting 1,000 yards in his career for sure. So that's um that's what they think of him. Um, play of the day so far, Kirk Cousins just dropped a dime to K.J. Osborne, a deep ball with Cannon Bynum in coverage. That was a long 60-yard pass. He just dropped it like a raindrop, perfect for Osborne on the fly, running by two guy, two defenders to get the to just catch it in stride. It was beautiful. That was for Will Raggett from uh, SI.com, who has been raving about him too. Um, Vikes insider QB Kirk Cousins finds wide receiver KJ Osborne in the end zone and makes crazy diving catch. Big applause from the crowd. That might have been the same acrobatic catch, but other people are seeing this. Um, purple for the win, a biggest podcast for Vikings on the waves, the airways, um, on the interwebs. Uh, purple for the win. Vikings have three of the top five wide receivers in the NFC North Jefferson, Thielen, one, two, Mooney, St. Brown, KJ Osborne, number five. Um, so, as far as our offense in the NFC North, we have the best offense in our division. And I think it will show. Uh, Vikes, Mike's insider, QB Kirk Cousins is on fire. He threads the needle again, hitting wide receiver KJ Osborne for a 20 plus yard touchdown. Dancer with excellent coverage on the play. So, Kirk Cousins has been dropping dimes in practice. Everybody says he's doing well. There's been some picks, but by spectacular plays or maybe a miscommunication. That kind of stuff will all get ironed out. We know Kirk's efficient. He's not a big interception guy. I think even though he, he may up interceptions this year because only because we're throwing it more and we're throwing it farther downfield. Uh, Purple for the win. Again, uh, biggest podcast on the interwebs for Vikings content. Check it out. K.J. Osborne broke out last season, but 17 has taken it to another level this year. The former Kane has the trust of Kirk Cousins, especially in high-leverage spots, and I think he can be a 1,000-yard receiver this year. Plus, he has a humble, hardworking attitude that that fans love, and I agree with that. Nothing, nothing bad to say about this player. No one has a bad thing to say about this player. I, was, I thought he was done until preseason last year, and everybody raved about him and how hard he worked and how much he stood out, and he showed it in the season. And I think with the offense unleashed, this is a breakout year for him. Goes on in Vikings insider Sean Mannion, throws a bomb and connects the wide receiver K.J. Osborne deep down the field in tight coverage. That's a different one. 
Uh, but uh, again, oh yeah, I remember this one. It was him crossing over the right, two guys around him. He leaps up, catches the ball. Awesome play. Wide receiver, Amir Smith-Marset, K.J. Osborne, Thomas Hennigan, and Albert Wilson, in that order, are all fielding punts at the beginning of practice today. Quality options for Minnesota. So, K.J. Osborne and Amir Smith-Marset, hopefully it's if it's one of those two, great. That's fine. Uh, Albert Wilson, we basically picked him up in the offseason to do that. However, we didn't know what, and that was, I think, before the draft. So when we um, we drafted Jalen Naylor, but he's not even mentioned here. I haven't even heard his name. Something is going on with Jalen Naylor. If you know, please tell me in the comments. But, hey, K.J. Osborne returning punts. If he can do it, great, awesome. Um, here, uh, Kirk Cousin connects his wide receiver K.J. Osborne down the field for the score. That was the play I was talking about. He burnt uh um, he burnt uh, safety off the line and the safety deep, so that was awesome. He did what? Uh, here, here's a here's a little heartwarming one for you. Uh, Mike and Nelson uh, added KJ Osborne. I think my little buddy walked on the field with you today, and he's really shy. I hope he talked to you. KJ Osborne responded to him on Twitter. He did. We had a great talk. Uh, he and me. Or he wants to, it's cut off for some reason. Oh, here we go. He told me he wants to play wide receiver, and we took a pick. I hope you had a great time. That's the kind of stuff, that is the kind of stuff that is going to win over the hearts. All right. So my analysis of K.J. Osborne is he impressed me last year. I was a little disappointed when Thielen went down. I don't think he stepped up like he could. In years past, Charles Johnson went down. Diggs stepped up. Diggs went down. Thielen stepped up. Both of those guys had like a hundred yard games when they came when they when they finally started. Um, KJ Osborne didn't do that. And that kind of disappointed me, but it can be a product of the offense, product of not playing in the slot, um, playing on the outside. And that's not his forte. So I think our offense will utilize our players the best, you know, to the best of their ability, the right places. So believing in our offensive coaches, knowing that they're going to put our players in the best situation, I'm confident K.J. Osborne is going to take a giant leap. Uh, last year was a giant leap, but a big jump. Other guys, honorable mention, are Christian Derrissaw, left tackle. I think he's going to have a monster year. I think Ezra Cleveland has a lot of room to grow because of the he's now switched positions twice, but this is the second year in the same spot. Darisaw only had four practices before he started last year, missed the entire offseason and preseason. So both those guys, I think, can jump up. Um, Dalvin Cook stays healthy in a different offense like this. I think he could have a monster year, but he's already been a monster um, on occasion. So no surprise there. Thielen, I think he could break 1,000 yards again in this offense. Break the you know break that double digit touchdowns again. He did it last year, even in limited you know even with missing games. There's a lot of candidates to have a breakout years. Justin Jefferson you know breaking Randy Moss's record and beyond. All those things. Kirk Cousins throwing for five thousand and forty touchdowns. All possibilities with this offense. I may be pretty Pollyanna about this, upbeat and optimistic about this, 
But I think the biggest guy benefiting from this offense is probably K.J. Osborne. I'm going to leave you with the stat of the day. Uh, record in primetime games the last three years, Aaron Rodgers 15-2. and two. That's actually pretty amazing. Uh, Mahomes 12-3, and three, also amazing. 5-2 and two, Tannehill, 9-4 and four, Wentz, 8-4 and four, Lamar Jackson, 6-3 and three, Josh Allen, Jimmy G 7-4. and four, That's a surprise. Golf seven and five, but that's a lot with the Rams. Eight and six, Brady, four three, Stafford, and uh, five and four, Cousins. So, Cousins actually had a pot is the last three seasons has had a winning record in prime time. Now, probably the, the losses are on Monday night, but anyway, stat of the day, Kirk Cousins has a Winning record the last three years in prime time. Skull Vikes, see you next time. This is Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. Leave your, uh, Subscribe, like, and comment below. I love you guys. Thank you for getting me over 400. And that was amazing. I didn't think that would happen so soon. Go watch my lives over on Purple Pocket Podcast. We get a little rowdy, but I love it. And uh, shout out to, shout out to uh, my boy over there. R.A.P. Love him. Purple MLK bringing all the Vikings together. Minnesota Sports Talk. Skull Vikes. See you next time.